Hello, my friends. Thank you so much for joining me this week on the Loving Your Life Again podcast. I am your host, Christina. I know you have so many choices in how you can spend your time, so I value and appreciate you choosing to spend this time with me. This week, I wanted to follow up on our conversation from last week where we discussed the topic of meditation with Rain Elizabeth Stickney. If you haven't listened already, be sure to go back and listen. There's a wealth of information in there. This week, I wanted to share my personal thoughts on meditation, how I use it in my healing journey. When I started my meditation practice, I wanted to look at it from a Christian point of view. I started there because I found myself walking this fine line between religion and relationship. Religion was what kept me stuck in my marriage for too long. But at the same time, I still valued my relationship with God. So I wanted to be sure that I was not using tools that would hinder my relationship with God. And what I found, like not only actually using Bible verses, but looking at them in context and then also praying about them and like essentially how I felt tapping into the the Holy Spirit within me, the, the still small voice. What I have found in my relationships so far is when it's not aligned with what God ha- God's past, what God has for me, it just feels icky. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't it doesn't serve the highest purpose. This was not the case for meditation. Meditation has made a huge difference in my in my life. It's a tool I will not go a day without anymore on my healing journey as I continue to heal and grow. And then what I also found was there are several verses that speak specifically to meditation. The Bible doesn't just speak about meditation. It also encourages it. Let's look at some of those verses. One is Genesis 24, 63, which says, He went out to the field one evening to meditate. And as he looked up, he saw camels approaching. Now, a little background on this. This is Isaac. He was waiting for his servant to come back with his to-be wife. In Isaiah 26.3, it says, You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Joshua 1.8 says, Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. And that's kind of what I was just speaking to is going to the verses. And then if you're not clear on them, or even if you are, look at them with fresh eyes. Um, Look at them in relationship to the verses that surround them. And then other ones that speak to the same topic of conversation. And then truly like sit back, get quiet with God and ask God to reveal to you what they mean to you. Um, if you're supposed to do anything with it, so on and so forth. And Matthew 6, 6 says, but when you pray, go into your room, close the door and pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Philippians 4, 8 
Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. This verse in conjunction with meditation is when you're coming out of a toxic marriage or toxic relationship of any sort, um, you have to deal with those negative thoughts that are constantly like running through your head. You almost have this new brain wiring pattern of grooves filled with the years of the lies the person was saying to you that you believe to be true. When we take the time to quiet ourselves, to get still and notice those thoughts, then take those thoughts against those verse. Is this thought, is it true? Is it noble? Is it right? Is it pure? Is it lovely? Is it admirable? Is it excellent or praiseworthy? If it's not any of those, you need to replace it. You need to find the truth to replace it with. You can't just get rid of thoughts because then there's other thoughts will still always like flood that place. So you need to replace it. So find something, the next best thought that's true and keep increasing it. And until you get to the truth of what you believe and think about them, marinate in it, let, let God reveal to you the truth of who you are, who he created you to be, because I'm sure I'm positive. I know without a shadow of a doubt. That anything that was negatively said about you is not true. And there is a truth there for you to reflect on and for you to transform the lie to truth. Psalms 1-2 says, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord? Psalms 19.14, may these words of my mouth and this meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, Lord, my rock and my redeemer, and who meditates on his law day and night. Psalms 4.4 says, tremble and do not sin. When you are on your beds, search your hearts and be silent. And lastly, The last one I'm going to address right now is Psalm 104, 34. May my meditation be pleasing to him as I rejoice in the Lord. These are just a handful. I'm sure there are plenty more if you wanted to look and find any others. And no pun intended, but meditate on them. See what they mean to you, for you. What is God trying to say to you and how you're supposed to spend this time? One way, and a lot of these verses address this too, is one way I think about meditation is when you're praying, you're talking to God. And when you're meditating, you're listening to God. And when I first started meditating, this really hit home. Too often, for too many of us, we spend all of our prayer time talking. But how often do you actually take a moment to stop and listen? Sometimes it's really hard to stop and listen because you have to get quiet. When you get quiet, some of those thoughts you don't want to think, you don't want to hear that you just want to stop, start flooding in. 
And that's why this is a practice and it's a journey and it takes time, patience, but it is so worth it because as you start to notice these thoughts, you will start to reframe them. You will start to believe the truth instead of a lie. And then you can really start seeing who your authentic self is. You get to know you, who God created you to be. And then you can step back into your power and your purpose and like walk in freedom and joy and peace and show up as yourself and your true authentic self. Um, another way that meditation has really helped me is it encourages you to turn inward, to get quiet. And we kind of talked about this a little bit, but it bears repeating because like this is this is one of the biggest struggles I know for me personally. And I'm sure it's probably one of the biggest deterrents from people taking the time to meditate is you have to turn inward and you have to get quiet. At first, when I separated from my husband, the quiet that I thought I so longed for, it was too much. When it was quiet, I had on repeat all of the negative things that he would say to me. So when you're coming out of a toxic relationship, you really need to reprogram or renew your mind to the truth of who you are, who God created you to be, and not who man says you are. And the only way you will start renewing your mind is by noticing the thoughts so you can replace them with the truth. The only way you'll ever notice the thoughts is if you take moments to pause, get quiet. When I first started my meditation journey, it was through using guided meditations. And even though they were guided, it was still super challenging to sit still and get quiet and truly reflect. Noticing the thoughts and then allowing the feelings that accompanied those thoughts to move through you so your body could actually process them and not hold on to them. Meditation is one of those things that people often resist because and saying it's not for them. It's too hard. It's, well, really fill in the blank with any excuse you have or think of. <clears throat> and I agree. It can be all of those things. But just like any other new habit, you start, it's a practice. And it'll get easier with time. Just like if you've ever started a new like healthy living journey or exercise program or trying to eat healthier, pretty much any new habit you try to start doing, it takes practice. The first time you do it, it's going to be clumsy. It might not feel very good, but the more you do it, the better you will feel and the easier it will become and the more natural it'll become. And the benefits far outweigh the uncomfortableness at first. And there's a cliche that I really like to stick to. I remember, I repeat, especially when I'm doing uncomfortable things, is get comfortable being uncomfortable. Nothing good grows in comfort. Comfort, you get stagnant. It's like, and what happens with a pond, like a body of water? That gets stagnant. It gets murky. It gets filled with bacteria. It gets smelly. It gets swampy. It gets gross. And we are meant to continuously, we're meant to grow. We're not meant to stay stagnant. We're, we're meant to enjoy our lives. And if we're staying stuck in the muck, 
if we're staying in that pit that we find ourselves in, you're never going to live a life that you truly love. You'll never find the joy and peace that you so long for, that God created you for. Anyways, just like any other new habit you start, it'll get easier with time. Believe me. I know from experience. I know the first time I tried to meditate, it was a guided meditation. I was, couldn't sit still. I could not. I tried. I tried really hard. And, but I kept trying each day and each day got a little bit easier and a little bit better. And I started to notice the differences. When you start, start small. There's no need for you to jump in and try to meditate for long periods of time at one time. And I'm not coming to you from a place where I've gotten this all figured out. I'm still learning. I'm still growing. I'm still practicing. But know that I definitely feel the difference and I show up differently when I take the time to meditate and when I don't. And it doesn't have to take long, especially when you first start. If you're finding it hard to even... Take a few moments to get away. Lock yourself in the bathroom for a few minutes. And take a few minutes and, like, if that's the only place you can get quiet, get quiet. It's worth it. Remember, you're not alone in this journey. You can't change the past, only how you will handle the present, in which you are worthy to love the life you live. And healing is possible. I'm bringing to you various tools And it's a trial and error, but you need to try it more than once. And also like with some of these tools, there's a variety of variations that you can try. It's trial and error. Do what works best for you. I am grateful that you have decided to go on this journey with me. Feel free at any point in time to contact me. I will gladly support you no matter where you're at in your journey. All my contact information can be found in the show notes below. I'd love to hear your feedback. What are you liking? What don't you like? What are some topics you'd like to hear more about? Lastly, if you're enjoying this podcast, be sure to subscribe so you never miss when a new episode is available. And if you could do me a huge favor and take a brief moment to rate and review the podcast, it helps others find me and we can continue to build this community, go on this journey together.